if you can't have a conversation with the person and know that, okay, they're for me mm. and they will listen to me. And mm. even if they don't agree with me, they're willing to listen and they're for me and they're willing to work through whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we can agree to disagree if that's where we are. Right. But I think that communicating on all levels matters from when you're dating until married 50 years later. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple. Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow. Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. What's up, family? Hey, guys. Listen, we are back. You know what? I just want to say something. Okay. I said, hey, guys, and I learned today that sometimes that's offensive. Uh, okay. I didn't really think about that before. So, hello, everybody. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. There is, um, yeah, that's, that's... I learned that just today, and it, it's patriarchal. not... Right. Is that the word? Well, the whole gender thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I never really thought about it before, and I say it all the time. So I apologize. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to offend anyone. Listen, we're, we're, we're growing and evolving. We got to be politically correct. We, we got to do things and, and make sure we uh, make folks comfortable. So, yeah, cool. That's good stuff. Well, yeah. we're back. It's another Trade Secrets episode. Mm -hmm. Listen, if you haven't been watching the other episodes, I don't usually – we don't usually say this, but – Go back and, and listen. I said, watch. Go back and listen to the other episodes yeah. and subscribe to the podcast and share the podcast with somebody. Listen, and we'll get into this in a second, who, who we're talking to. But I realized something the other day. What's that? I realized I went back and looked at all of the guests that we've had. Mm -hmm. And even the ones where we didn't have a guest, where it was just the two of us. Mm -hmm. There is... Thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars mm -hmm. worth of material. Yeah. If you sure. were to, if you were to get a coach and that coach spent six months with you mm -hmm. telling you everything that these folk came on and gave us for free, mm -hmm. you would be out at least 20 K. This is true. This is true. Now I'm not making it a money thing. What, what the point that I'm making is that there is such a wealth of information mm. that will help you to grow and maintain a healthy relationship mm -hmm. and it's free. Yeah. So make sure that you go back, listen to the, all the episodes. Listen, we're excited about this one. We are very, very excited about that. And I knew, you know, I knew, I knew it was going to be good. I just knew it. I yeah. knew. And it was. And it, it was. It did not disappoint. I had to I had to ask her name, how okay. to pronounce her name, because <laughs> I'm good for jacking up names. So we have the correct pronunciation. Mm -hmm. So who are we talking to? We are talking to Ayana, and she is the coach, the owner of Beyond Committed, Ayana Hall. 
She's known as the relational pharmacist. She's a wife, marriage strategist, coach, and speaker. She's on a mission to engage, inspire, and equip wives and wives-to-be with prescriptions for success to gain clarity, confidence, and connections. Ayana has mastered the art of getting clear, confident, and connected while shifting successfully through different seasons of life. Yeah. And listen, this is a good one. Yes. She drops some gems. A wealth of information. And listen, I know Seriously. you hear Yeah, I know you hear that it is talking about she, you know, she does this for wives, but she gave the husbands mm-hmm. some phenomenal advice so this is something that you want to listen to together listen to separately talk about it Mm -hmm. together if you want to but make sure that you're taking notes and as we say with many of these you're going to have to pause yeah take notes or you're going to have to just completely listen to it more than once Mm -hmm. all right so with that no more talking we're going to get into this phenomenal conversation how you doing i'm doing good Okay, that's good. And 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 I know I kind of rushed through that. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I know. That's a little bit of my excitement. I know, I know. And it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> a little bit of my excitement. I, I'm, I'm kind of itching to get into this conversation. So, but I'm glad that you're good. And I'm, I'm very glad to talk to our guest. I am right. Too. So, you heard what we said in the introduction uh, about her and. And because of what you heard, you can understand why I'm excited to. She's a wealth of information. To get, to I mean, get into this, right? Yeah. So first of all, Ayana, am I pronouncing that correctly? Ayana. I, yes. Ayana. Ayana. A. Ayana. Long A. Yana. Okay. Ayana. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Li- listen. But I'll answer either way. It's awesome. Let me tell you something. I'm good. For jacking up people's names. Yes. And so am I. So that's why I'm like, hey, I know you're talking to me. Oh. So first of all, thank you so much for taking out uh, time out of your schedule to have this conversation with us. We're, we're really grateful. Mm-hmm. We don't take it lightly. So thank you for that, first of all. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. This should be fun. Absolutely. So, let, fun. so let's do this. You know, we're, um, folk who listen to this uh, podcast know that we're big backstory fans. Mm-hmm. So if it's a couple that we have on, we're going we're gonna to want to know the love story. If it's mm-hmm. not a couple, we're going to want to know what the trajectory was as it relates to where they, how they landed in this passion. Okay. So you are a pharmacist. Yes. Like for right. real. Yes. I have a doctorate in pharmacy. Right. Yes. Like I need a prescription for headache uh, medicine. Yes. A pharmacist. Yeah. yeah I just, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I just want to make sure people understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, but you are, I can't think of a, a, a great word to use, but you are so passionate mm-hmm. yeah. about the success of relationships mm-hmm. and not just marriages. You are passionate about the entire process. Yeah. Because it starts somewhere. Yes. So, so talk a little bit about how we went from pharmacy to what you call relational pharmacy, which I love that term, by the way. Fantastic. (laughs) What's the backstory? So my husband and I met in college. So (laughs) we were, we were college sweethearts. So we met 19. So, you know, we were, you know, just kind of dating. I actually, when I met him, I didn't even want him to be my boyfriend. I had did the boyfriend thing wrong. So I knew what I did not want. So I was like, let's just hang out. You know, I'm not going to hang out with anybody else. Let's just, you know, Kind of just kind of go. But he was like, no, I want you to be my girlfriend. So, you know, almost 20 years later, I'm still his forever girlfriend. <laughs> I love it. 
So my my parents were never married and his parents got a divorce. So once we kind of decided that, okay, this relationship is moving forward and I want to be married, what should we do to kind of make sure that our marriage lasts? Because we didn't have, you know, the best example. So we committed to just making it work. And then over time, we realized that we needed God at the center to make it work mm-hmm. because we were followers, but we weren't actually following Christ wow. at the time. So, mm, wow. so that was that was a big difference. And then when we joined our first church, we were like, okay, this marriage thing is going to have to be done different if we want a different result from what we've seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let's just do whatever we have to do to make sure that, you know, we are keeping God at the center. So over time, you know, then I'm a pharmacist at this time. My husband is, you know, in graduate school and we're kind of just, you know, living, you know, the dream, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then we have our first child and I'm like, okay, let you know, I'll take a part-time pharmacist position and kind of keep going. And then we had twins mm-hmm. and that was the game changer of all game changers <laughs> for us. <laughs> and then at this time, my husband is out of college and working. So he traveled like three, four days a week. So me, a toddler and two newborns and trying to maintain a pharmacist schedule was just Mm -hmm. not working. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And over this time, God had been putting on my heart to stay home. And that was a total shift in our dynamic. My husband didn't understand it because I mean, his mom worked, his mom's mom worked. So he didn't understand. I stay at what staying at home. What are you doing? You know, (laughs) he didn't really get that. Mm -hmm. So it was like a struggle for us to kind of get to that common ground of okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I think God is calling me to do. And I think it's best for our family. And although it may appear that I'm giving up a career, I'm actually not giving up something. I'm gaining so much more. But that Mm. took a while. That took a lot of tears. That took a lot of prayers for him to kind of accept that this was a good thing for our family. Mm -hmm. And then through that, I realized that I needed something for me outside of him and staying home with our girls. And that's when I started putting in the work for me, like, okay, I need to be a healthy Ayana so I can be a healthy wife and a healthy mom. And how do I do that? Who advocates for that? And I, there wasn't anybody in particular. So I just kind of started doing the work, my, doing the work myself. I, you know, I have had a therapist, so, you know, I'm really doing the work. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that over the years, as my kids got older and my husband's, you know, work, you know, picked up and I was doing all these things, I realized that there were other women who needed somebody to advocate for them mm-hmm. to have healthy, happy lives and to be healthy, happy wives. They need to be healthy, happy women. And how do I advocate for them? Because I wish somebody had advocated for me. And then over time, I realized that there were a lot of things me and my husband did right. And there was a lot of things that we did not do right because we just didn't know. Right. So over time, I just started, you know, as I have a what I call a wifey toolbox. So I started putting these tools in my wifey toolbox. And over time, I realized that as a pharmacist, when you take prescriptions, there's no one size fits all. This medication may treat this one thing, but because of your body, because of your history, because of your pre-existing conditions, mm-hmm. you may have to take it once a day twice a day, two, Mm. twice a day. So for, I like to look at the thing, the tips and tools I give wives and wives to be, these are things that you can use. And based on your situation, your circumstances, how many times you use it, how often you use it and when you use it matters, but these are all tools that you're going to need. So they're the prescriptions for success that I call them that help women, you know, navigate this life, but also navigate the wife life. Well, so, that's good. 
Yeah. That's and you good. know, you know what I, there's two things. I'm going to say this first, but then I'm going to go back for a second. I love what you just said because we don't often look at this. We get a, we get a tool and we learn something. We apply it however we feel like is the best way to apply it with the frequency that we feel like is the best frequency for its application. Then when it doesn't work, we get upset or we do whatever we normally do. Mm. We forget about it. We don't try it anymore. Mm. What you're saying, what I'm hearing you say is that there are certain things as in the world of medicine. You take a particular medicine medication it may do something different for you than it does for me. Mm-hmm. And so the frequency that you use may be different than the frequency that I use in order to get the result that we're both looking for. Yeah, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. so, so listen, for those of you who are listening, that is a major yeah. trade secret mm-hmm. because it's not a one size fits all. Yeah. Um, nope. And you need somebody like a Ayana. Mm-hmm. who can help you determine for your specific outcome mm-hmm. that you desire what it is you need to do how often I, I love that that's great yeah like that is that's the winning I would like to talk to you way longer but somebody <laughs> for somebody this was all they needed to hear right yeah, now yeah really like that's phenomenal mm-hmm. I do want to go back though okay because you brought up something that I don't know that we've ever talked about and you said that when you decided you want to stay at home, that essentially that was a process. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't right. just, hey, you know, I'm going to stay at home. And he was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Do you? Oh, no. <laughs> he wanted to know what was I doing? <laughs> what does doing me look like? Right. Right. And, and so how did that process go? Like what what led you to be able to get find common ground where he was like, okay, all right, we're good you know, go ahead and, and do you for real. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I was okay. going to say prayer. Yes. I mean, yeah. honestly, because like I said, we both came from, you know, not, you know, two parent households mm-hmm. at the time, although his parents were married, they weren't married anymore. Mm-hmm. So what we understood as a family dynamic was everybody works. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you know, there's daycare, there's after school activities. Right. There's, you know, grandma may pick you up, you know, there's all these things, but, you know, everybody works. Right. And on top of that, like I'm a pharmacist and it was not free. Right. So there yeah. was student loans and there was bills and there's diapers and yeah. there's, you know, there's, there's the, the everyday to do's of life. So mm-hmm. that didn't stop. They didn't disappear because, you know, I'd had this epiphany that I want to, you know, mm-hmm. live this different life mm-hmm. because we had these dreams and goals. And now I'm coming to him like, I want us to achieve those goals, but we're going to have to do them differently. And he didn't understand that. Mm -hmm. And at first I didn't either because, you know, I plan to, you know, get married and have kids and all that, but I didn't really plan out what it would look like. Mm -hmm. And then when I decided that, okay, I think I wanted to look different and God was really, you know, working on me that I think this is what's best. I was, it was hard to like verbalize it because Mm -hmm. this was a totally different I mean, view of life and how we were going to walk it out. And then trying to explain that, you know, and then managing the money, yeah, you know, because everybody has their own money story and, yeah. you know, we both have different money stories. So making sure there was enough money was very important to my husband. Mm-hmm. So for him to be like, okay, well, that's like, you know, a lot of income. It's not, 
you know, and I'm like, <laughs> so it's like, now this is, you're going to rarely change our way of life. And I'm like, I get that, but I think it's what's best for our family. And I was like, and it's just a season. The kids will be young for, you know, so many years. Right. And then I have all these other years to work if that's, right. you know, what I want to do. So, I mean, he, it was, it was hard. It was hard for a long time. And then at first he just gave in. Mm. Okay. So he didn't really agree. Mm. He just gave in. He mm. was like, okay, this is what you want. We'll make it work. We'll just kind of, you know, see and go with that. And that was fine, but it was, it wasn't because he would then ask every like few weeks, are you sure Do you want to go back to work? So it was like, he was agreeing, but he wasn't at the same time. Mm. And it was a whole lot of tears, a whole lot of me realizing that I couldn't change his mind. Right. I had to pray that God changed his heart Yeah, because I needed him to see me and I needed him to see what God was going to do in our marriage mm. past yeah. the reality of what it looked like. Right. Because the truth of the matter is we had these bills, we had these kids and he had to go to work and I'm not. So that's the reality. Yeah. But the truth was God was going to do something new in our family and create a new way and a new thing to look at. Mm. But in order for him to do that, he had to get me and us to stop looking at the reality. Right. Stop looking at what you see. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yep. Yeah. We, we understand that. I'll just yeah. put it. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's. I I um, I I got one more thing, and then I'm gonna let. I know you got some stuff you want to talk about. <laughs> I I love that you said that, right? And you you when you were describing that, you made me think about something. You are like we said in the beginning. You are very passionate about the entire process. Mm-hmm. So you have as much wealth of knowledge for folk that are in the dating phase as you do for folk that are already married. Mm-hmm. Is there something that individuals who are seriously dating or engaged can do to prepare for those kinds of changes? Mm. Have continuously have open conversations okay. about different things in different ways. Mm-hmm. Because what I what what was great about my husband and I is we always were able to talk about everything, the hard stuff to get, like we just, we were very good about having conversations. Mm -hmm. And I think, especially in dating, we had a lot of conversations about different things, about family dynamics, about sports, about, you know, just, it doesn't always have to be a hard, you know, trying to pull off band-aids conversations, (laughs) you know, like people like have, have good communication doesn't always mean it has to be deep Deep. communication. It's like, okay, let's keep talking so that when I do have an issue or when something is changing, I don't feel like I can't talk to you. Yeah. And I can't share how I feel. And I know that you will take the time to listen to me, regardless of whether you want to hear what I have to say. And that's a really good dynamic for people who are dating. So if you're with somebody who you can't talk to, mm. or every time you say something, it's an issue, it's just going to be more issues. Right. Yep. And marriage is just going to give you a, a hot, lot more issues. Absolutely. <laughs> so if you open the door. can't. Right. And then it's going to be doors upon doors that's opening and shutting on you that you don't even control. Yeah. So if you can't express yourself and you may not always do it correctly, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes you're going to say something wrong or somebody's tone going to be off. Somebody mm-hmm. going, you know, use some words they shouldn't because mm-hmm. that's that's us being just human. human. Right. But if you can't have a conversation with the person and know that, OK, they're for me. Mm. And they will listen to me. And mm-hmm. even if they don't agree with me, they're willing to listen and they're for me and they're willing to work through whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we can agree to disagree if that's where we are. 
But I think that communicating on all levels matters from when you're dating until married 50 years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. It, you got to be able to talk about everything. Like that's that's important. And I, I like that you said, too, that not necessarily about the tough stuff or deep conversations. Like we always say as well, you know, get in the habit of just talking about any and everything. Because then when these conversations come up where you really, it is really deep and you really Mm -hmm. need to have these serious, like life changing, decision making conversations, you're used to communicating, you're used to knowing how your spouse communicates, what words to use, you know, what tone sets him or her off, all of that stuff, because you've had these regular everyday simple conversations yeah and you've created an an environment Mm -hmm. to to your point that allows the other person to realize and be comfortable and confident in the fact that you're for me yeah exactly so you you ain't shooting arrows every time we have a conversation i already know that about you because we've established that with these kinds of conversations that you talked about yeah that's great Mm -hmm. man this is good i'm i'm learning This is great. And those of you who are listening, we tell people all the time, you got to listen to these conversations more than once. Right. Mm -hmm. We have these phenomenal guests that come on here and just like drop bombs of knowledge. Right. And so you got to write some of these things down. And these are things that you can incorporate right away. Yeah. Right away. Good stuff. Good stuff. I know you got some things you want to talk about, babe. So I'm going to stop talking for a little bit because I got a million questions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was looking, I was on the, on the, um, on your website and I loved the, um, you have five tips for wives. I'm trying to find it now as we talk. Become a better wife by setting these five wife goals. Okay. And the one that stood out to me was the first one. And I was like, wow, I would have never really considered that a wife goal. But if you think about it, it really is. And I'm not going to give them all away because I want people to go to your site and check it out and stuff like that. But the first one was to set personal goals, like setting a personal goal. You as a wife for yourself is also a wife goal. I would have never really considered that a wife goal. Talk about that. I think because most people like when you put like the wife title, which is something I hold very dear and I am grateful for it, but it doesn't negate the fact that I'm a woman first. Right. Mm -hmm. It does not negate the fact that God created me with all these gifts and talents and abilities Mm -hmm. and dreams before my husband became my husband. Mm -hmm. And there's also dreams that as you're married, that you God reveals to you and that you work towards and all these things. So it's important to be very mindful of and respect and honor your position as a wife. Mm -hmm. Yes. But that does not take away the fact that you're a woman and that your husband was attracted to you as a woman and that your goals and your passions and your drive and all those things. So to totally act like those parts of you don't exist takes a little bit away from the woman he, you know, he was chasing all those years, you know, or all that time, whatever it is. So I always like to just be mindful of that because you can lose yourself in Mm -hmm. being a wife and being a mom and being all these things. So in order to not do that, making sure that you have personal goals allows you to actually be a better wife and allow you to be the forever girlfriend, Mm -hmm. you know, that you should be to your husband, no matter whether you've been married five minutes or five years. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that because 
when your husband met you or before you were married, that's the person that uh, that he was attracted to. He wasn't attracted to his wife because you weren't married. Mm-hmm. That is good. That is good. That's and, very good. And it's um, that's 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 a crucial point mm-hmm. for husbands and wives mm-hmm. to understand because some of the unraveling that takes place as it relates to our relationship maybe deteriorating for one reason or, or another sometimes can be point you can point it back to the fact that well I you know I I had all this stuff these ambitions these mm. gifts that I was given and you know now I'm just relegated to you know washing dishes and changing diapers and you know having sex with them 3 5 times a week and and it, like that's not what I I didn't sign up for that and a lot of times you hear people say I just feel lost like i feel like i lost myself i i don't know who i am anymore and a lot of times if you ask a wife who are you the first thing she's going to say is i'm a wife i'm a mom mm-hmm. and 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 that's and a lot of times they can't really think about who else they were they'll be they're like man i, I don't know like outside of that i don't really know who i am mm-hmm. i love that and it's freeing for a lot of people yes, to is. know that you can cherish like you said you are a wife mm-hmm. and you you accept and love everything that that entails. Yeah. You are also a woman. Mm-hmm. And there's some things that go along with that, too. And you can uphold both. Mm-hmm. And and the and the ability to do that makes you a better wife. Mm. Yes. Absolutely. And it takes work. Right. I know work. because I lost myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. I lost myself being I and but then the. The ironic part is I lost myself being a mom. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. And my husband had to remind me that I was a wife. Mm, wow. And then I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> so there's some there's some things I need to obviously work on. And yeah. that in that, in the loving way he did that, mm-hmm. it allowed me to see, okay, well, I've lost the wife part and then I lost the Ayana part. So let's work mm. on getting all these people back in order mm. and doing the work I needed to do so that. I can be the best mom because I'm a better wife and because I'm a better Ayana. Yeah. So listen. So good. Yeah, that's that's freeing. And for those of you who are listening, you know, we, we've talked to couples in the past and that's been uh, that's been an issue where yeah. one person is like, man, I've been giving, I've been giving, uh, you know, and I'm giving in this, you know, defined role that has been kind of placed on me, but it hasn't allowed me to be anything else that I feel like I have inside mm-hmm. of me. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's so freeing to know that you can be. And you know what? Here's the thing, Ayana. Here's let's let's keep it 100. Okay. Women are made by God. Absolutely. With the innate ability to do that. Mm. Wow. They are. Yeah. Even better than us. I will admit that as a man, a woman has the innate ability to juggle being a wife, a mom, a career person, a nurturer, Mm -hmm. a provider, a sustainer, a help me. They can do all that and do it effectively. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's funny because my husband often says he was like, he, he compartmentalizes and mm-hmm. I think that's he he compartmentalizes very well. And then there's sometimes when, OK, he's in husband mode. That means, OK, well, he's not in the other mode. Right. Mm-hmm. He's in dad mode. That means he's not in the other modes. Yeah. He's in work mode. So that means I know 
you know, husband mode and, and dad mode, we, that's that's not on tap right now. Right. <laughs> right. Yep. But it's, you know, but I know that about him. So I understand and he'll switch when necessary. So it's not yeah. like, you know, but for like, yeah, for me and for most women, we there's no real switch. It's like I have to be able to do them all well. Mm-hmm. So that means you have to be able to pour into yourself in those areas well. So when you do need to navigate at, you know, in a, you know, turn at a dime, so to speak, yeah. you can do it because you've been investing in yourself in those ways so that it doesn't come to the point to where, okay, well, I don't have anything left to give because you're mm. pouring from an empty cup yeah. you know, because you're constantly filling your cup in those different areas. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thank you for, for, for freeing women in that way, because we often, we often place a negative connotation on a woman's ability to keep several boxes open at once. Right. So we're always looking at that from the, from the aspect of, well, you know, they're not in the mind frame to have sex because they thinking about the kids and they thinking about this. So we take that piece and put a negative connotation on it. But what I heard you say just now is that is the essence of what makes you great. So for those of you who are listening, you wives, mothers, you are great. Absolutely. Continue to be great. Yeah. If you want to learn how to be greater, you need to talk to our guests. Yes, indeed. How about that for a plug? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I was going to ask you, we were talking when you were talking about how the wives do all of these things and you know, it, it's just super important to make sure that you're taking care of yourself so that you're not pouring from an empty cup. What are some of the ways that you can think of, maybe a couple ways, one or two, where a wife might be able to start notice, okay, I, I really need to have some me time, however that looks for her, because I'm starting to pour from an empty cup. What are some of the ways where, or some of the signs that maybe a wife can look out for? I would, one of the signs is pure exhaustion. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like if you're like there, we all go through those seasons and, you know, say like, if you have a newborn, that's a different kind of exhaustion. Yes. You know, that it is what it is. Right. Um, but like, if you're noticing that you are, you wake up tired, mm. you go to bed tired. Wow. You tired at 12 o'clock, you tired at two. It doesn't matter what time it time is, it you're is. tired. That means that you have over, you're overexerting yourself in some areas. So yeah. it's like, okay, how do you pull back or get the rest or, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say when you get, like when you find yourself irritated with people wanting to come to you for something. Mm. I know for me, like, if, like when my <laughs> husband asked me for something, if my first reaction is irritation, I'm like, okay, well, why he, and it's not that deep. He's mm-hmm. not asking me for, you know, a big thing. He's like, well, babe, can you do this? Or can you, you know, mm-hmm. take this? Or you what's for lunch? And my first reaction is, you know, why are you asking me this or to snap? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, then that means that something is not being met for me. It may not have anything to do with him or right. the kids or anything. So I was like, okay, that means I need to take a step back and see, yeah. okay, where am I overextended? Where am I not? you know, even where am I not being taken care of that? I feel that me doing this one more thing for you is just too much. Yeah, Mm. that's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. So can can I stay there for a second? How do you, how do you teach? I was going to say wives, but just people in general, because everybody has a tendency to do that, right? How do you teach us to tap into 
the ability to recognize that before it gets out of hand. Mm. It's it's definitely a, it's something you have to be intentional about. Mm-hmm. And it comes from the ability to pause. Mm-hmm. I often, my mouth moves faster than my brain <laughs> a lot of times. And mm-hmm. over the years, that has been to the detriment of mm-hmm. me and my marriage at mm-hmm. times. Because mm-hmm. I will cut my husband and leave him bleeding. Yes. And not even realize he is on the floor bleeding. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so this been a few minutes later. And now I'm trying to repair right. the cuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the ability to pause mm. before you m- react. Mm-hmm. Because it's really a reaction when it you is. snap, when yeah. you when you when you get irritated, when you you know your tone changes, when your eyes roll, all the things. Wow, mm-hmm. you know it doesn't even have to be a word; it's the nonverbal. Yeah, like my husband wow. knows if he say something, and then my face turn up, and my eyes are he like he just back away, like okay, I guess I'll come back. <laughs> so it's that, and it takes it's, it takes growth. It mm. takes. Um, it takes being intentional about wanting to love the other person well, mm-hmm. because if you really are intentional about loving them well, you will be intentional about how you react to them, right. how you speak to them, the tone in which you take with them. Yeah. So taking the pause, and it doesn't have to be a long thing, but taking a second to mm-hmm. make sure that, okay, how am how do I feel about what you said before mm-hmm. I react? Because you may have other things to do. So it's not that when, you know, your husband or your, you know, boyfriend or whatever asks, you to do something, you can do it in that moment. But if you take the pause to think, okay, is this, do I have the time, the ability, the, you know, the resources, you take that second, because it only takes you a second to realize if you do, right. it's not that deep most of the time. And then if you do, then, okay, you can proceed. Or if you don't, then you come with, okay, I hear you, but I can't because of this, or I'll try to do this later. And it's a way of showing that, okay, I see you and I hear you, yeah. but I can't do it right now other than why are you asking me that? No, right. I ain't doing that. Because yeah. that's, you know, not really a good response. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I love that. Good. I love that you said that because it's something we say often. Take a second. Bypass your knee-jerk, knee-jerk reaction. reaction. Mm-hmm. Right? And I also appreciate that you were honest about the fact that this is not something you're going to decide to do tonight and you're going to be great Master at it tomorrow. It. Mm-hmm. There's some level of intentionality. There's a level of there's a maturation process. <laughs> there's a lot that has to go through that. And those of you who are listening to the audio of this, you know, you heard us laughing when she was talking about, you know, the words cutting. We, we were both <laughs> pointing at me because, I, you know, with the shotgun that I am, that's, yeah. you know, that's the tendency that happens. And so taking that pause is, is crucial. I, I think, love it. I think, though, also it takes a willingness for you to allow God to say, you know, you were wrong, mm. you know, look at, you You know, search me, God, show me my heart. It takes a willingness to be open enough to let God show you you're ugly. Because a lot of times we don't want to know, we don't want to be the ones at fault. Mm-hmm. No. You know, I'm right all the time. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. And so, you know, that's hard sometimes to, to be the one to say, mm. okay, it's me. I, I need to regroup and fix myself. It's me. Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot of that as well, I think. Is your spouse allowed to tell you that it's you? <laughs> yeah, 
I okay, think that's so. A, that's a different conversation, isn't it? <laughs> in love. In, in love. love. It in has love. to be in love because, you know, because you can say it's me, but if you, it's not in love, I'm not right. going to receive love. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Now we're in a whole other argument. Exactly. About, then we're talking like, about the way. About right. <laughs> now, you, now we're talking about how you coming at me. Right, exactly. right. Yeah. And the, the main thing is no longer the main thing. No longer exactly. the main thing. Exactly. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. You can't be out here shooting arrows at folk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, that's awesome. So, in your, I, I don't want to, I don't want you to give away too much, but if you could give us the very beginning phases, right? A, a wife or a couple comes to you for coaching, which by the way, you'll hear how to get in touch with her. Phenomenal coach. Mm. What is the first thing you take them through typically? What can they expect? Um, Self-reflection. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because in order for us to move forward to where you want to go we have to realize where you have been and where you are where you are Mm -hmm. yeah because it's easy to look at what you want and i think the same thing when you get married it's like you have this ideal and you have this this wedding you want to plan and all this okay that's great but what how did you get there first off from where you are and then what is affecting why you feel the way you feel because a lot of, for the most part, like I, I coach, I coach women and, you know, wives and wives to be in clarity, confidence, and connections. Mm-hmm. And what has affected all of those three things that now we're together, mm-hmm. you know? So like, what has, what has affected your, you know, your, what are you, your clarity about where you're, where you're going, what you want to do, what you want your marriage to be like, what kind of wife you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like your confidence. Okay. Who or what over the years, or yesterday has affected <laughs> you in a way that you're not confident in who God created you to be and showing up fully as her every single day. Yeah. Because we need to deal with that and we need to turn the page on her because she is no longer and we are moving forward. Mm. Wow. And then it's like now then we're going to see, OK, what connections are not made or have been severed that you are looking to rebuild or connect so that you can truly move forward because it's all about relationships. I mean, God created us to be in relationship with him and with each other. So in order to do that well, we have to realize, okay, what mess have we dealt with? Mm -hmm. But not focus on that. We're going to address it so we can then move forward. So that's kind of where we start. We start looking back so Mm -hmm. we can look ahead. Very good. That's good. I love that. That's good. And, And the beauty of that, right, is that not only does that make you a better mate, it just makes you a better person. Absolutely. And and often... And, and I, I love the idea of you coaching women mm-hmm. or individuals coaching men, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a space for the couple to be coached together. There is also a space that is a very crucial space for Definitely. the for the individual piece, right? Because yeah. sometimes we'll get into a space. Two of us are in a coaching session. We, we point the finger at each other. Yeah. <clears throat> and then for the coach, it becomes a referee match. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? As opposed to you getting with the wife and saying, hey, we're going to get some clarity. Mm-hmm. We're going to work on these connections. Yeah. And we're going to build you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're going to be great. Regardless of what happens in your relationship, you're going to be great. Right. And so I love that piece. And I love that you're taking time to really, you know, cultivate that. Uh, and wise man this is awesome it is very this is awesome now listen i'm i promised you i wasn't gonna keep you long so i'm not going to 
I got about 45, 47 more questions. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a, I'm going to but I'm going to truncate I'm it. Off. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna truncate it down to one, okay. <laughs> and then and then we'll turn a corner. Um, what would you say as a trade secret? I know you 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 spend a lot of time with wives, but I want you to give a trade secret to the husbands mm. as it relates to how do you, as a man, facilitate. And accommodate and support the level of growth that you are fostering in these women that you that you work with. How can we help? Mm. What do we need to do? That's good. Listen. Mm. But and not hear, but listen. Okay. Because a lot of times, and I know this is something my husband has taught me, is that there's a lot of things that I say and do that aren't really exactly what I need and want. Hmm. So like, like, it's like not just listen, but like study, like study your wife. And I say the same thing for wives, study your husband, because you'll learn. And like how I said, you know, when I was um, when I let my mommy, you know, get the best of me. Yeah. My husband was the one who had to lovingly point out to me, hey, you know, I'm I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> this marriage situation is here. Right. <laughs> Let's not act like, you know, let's, let's, we got some priorities out of order. Right. Yeah. So I think by like literally listening mm -hmm. and like studying her, you'll see that, okay, even if these changes are happening, there's positives to your relationship from her growing in her confidence as a woman. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's sexy. Yeah. So you should look at it not as a she's changing. <laughs> she should. Yeah. You shouldn't be married to the same woman five years from now. Just like she shouldn't be married to the same man. So you should be growing. And in that space of studying and listening, realize that, okay, there's some things that may be changing, but how can you look at it as, okay, she's growing and changing, but also do some self-reflection. Like, what about me? How do I show up better for me? Not trying to show up better to be a, you know, to be a reflection of her, but being the best you you can be because that's attractive to us like one of the best things i loved about my husband when i first met him is that he showed up to class all the time mm -hmm. you know that's not <laughs> you know i was like that's attractive i mean every time i'm in class he in class right. I mean, he is showing up mm -hmm. so in that in that way like really listening and truly studying your wife mm -hmm. or girlfriend you can learn things about her and see things that you can encourage in her Right. And fostering her so that she sees that, OK, I'm putting in this work to be better. It's not causing a division. It's actually making him intentional about him wanting to know the me I am evolving into. But yeah. also he's up in his game, too. So we right. can, you know, grow in this thing together. I love That's it. good. That's good. And I, I love that you use the word study. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. often something we don't do. Mm -hmm. We don't study our spouses. We don't take the time to understand one, that there is going to be or at least should be some level of evolution. Yes. And as that takes place, just as you would do some type of continuing education credit yeah. in your career, mm. you need to do the same thing with your mate. Yeah. That is phenomenal. Very good. I love that. So I did say I was truncating it down to one, right? That was my that one. That was your one. All right. All right. That was my one. Okay. So before we want to know how to 
to uh, get in touch with you. We want to know everything you have going on and all of that. But before we do that, we're just going to turn a corner real quick and play a quick game with you. Okay. It's very easy. Um, I'm going to ask you 10 questions. And each question, there's a choice of two answers, but you can only give me one of the two answers. For example, okay. what's your favorite color, red or blue? Those okay. those kind of questions. Um, you, we have to do it in 60 seconds. It's called the 60 second think fast. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> and Ollie set the timer. So he's putting us under a little bit of pressure. So we got to do it in 60 seconds. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yes. Okay. Here we go. See the movie or read the book? Read the book. Summer or winter? Summer. Morning person or night owl? Morning. Small town or big city? Big city. Car or truck? Car. Gym or outdoor exercise? Gym. Tropical island or ski resort? Beach, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Action movie or comedy? Comedy. Baseball or football? Football. Last one. Try a new dish or play it safe? Oh, try a new dish. Awesome. Yeah, there, there, there was the, plenty yeah, of time one, left. Yeah. Plenty of time. Yeah. Forget about the timer. <laughs> Listen, oh, we, uh, really yeah, this, this was good. This yeah. was good. Great information. Um, and, and some things, some practical things that we can put into action right after listening to this, yeah. man. And so we thank you so much for that, for, for your time and that. And how mm -hmm. can we, how, if we want to, get more of this we want to come under the teaching that you have and the coaching experiences how can we get a hold of you what do you have coming up that individuals can get involved in and, and just give us a lowdown cool well thank you so much for having me this has been so fun Absolutely. you can find me at all things beyond committed so it is beyondcommitted.com it is beyond committed on instagram it is i am beyond committed on facebook it is um, Beyond Committed on YouTube. I love hanging out there. So yeah, you can definitely connect with me on that. Um, you can email me at hello at Beyond Committed and you can find all the things. So like, I love being on YouTube. I post a new video every Friday. So you can come hang out with me over there. I'm on Instagram all the time. And then if you want to do one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, um, you can definitely connect with me at beyondcommitted.com. There is a link on there for coaching and we set up a discovery call and we go from there because I just love being able to just meet everybody where they are mm -hmm. and realizing that, you know, there's so many different ways for us to connect and engage from video to, you know, chatting, to email, all those things. So yeah. you can find me at all of those places at Beyond Committed. Awesome. Awesome. And we will make sure that all of those links are in the show description mm -hmm. so that you're able to get, listen, you heard everything that was said. Mm -hmm. So you, you don't really need to be convinced that this is a phenomenal person with great, <laughs> great. What's the word I'm looking for? I was going to say advice, but it's more than advice. It's just valuable right? information it's just, all around. Right. It's, it's lifestyle information that allows you to just be a better person holistically, mm -hmm. which, of course, trickles down into affecting your relationship. So thank you again for your time. May God bless you, bless your husband, your family, your business, just everything that is going on with you. May, may you be a part of and may you see the fruits of your labors in great success. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. May God bless you as well. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun. Oh, thank you. Thank you.
This has been another episode of Trade Secrets. Make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content and for other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.